all praises are due to Allah Jalla wa'ala, our Creator, Sustainer, Nourisher, Provider and Protector. Greetings and salutations upon the Beloved of Allah, your Beloved and my Beloved Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. We thank Allah Jalla wa'ala for gathering us in the house of Allah Jalla wa'ala to pray our Fajr Salah with Shama'ah. This is a great gift from Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentions in a famous hadith that there are seven people. This hadith is narrated in many of the kutub of a hadith, and Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says in that hadith that there are seven people, yudhilluhumullahu, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant them the shade of the throne of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on a day when there will be no, no shade but the shade of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the shade of the throne of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Sab'atun yudhilluhumullahu. There are seven people, Allah will grant him shade fi dhillihi. In Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shade, yawma la dhilla illa dhillu, on the day when there will be no shade besides the shade of Allah jalla wa'ala. And one of them, of the seven people Allah jalla wa'ala lists, is masjid. A person whose heart is attached to the masjid and the house of Allah. A person who loves the house of Allah Jalla wa'ala. Ulama give the explanation of a person who is such a person who loves the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Muhafidun ala salati fi awqatiya fil masjid. Number one, he is a person who tries his utmost to pray his salah in the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There are times when a person is not able to go to the house of Allah, but he tries his utmost to be in the house of Allah jalla wa'ala. Whenever the opportunity arises, here we see alhamdulillah as the change of seasons go, there are many who now travel to work, but they make it a point, we will stop at the masjid wherever we can to pray our salah. So some leave home earlier than usual now to be in the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and then from there they go to the to the to, to their workplaces, alhamdulillah. This is a sign that a a person has love for the house of Allah Jalla wa'ala. Further on, who is a person who loves the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? A person who likes to make i'tikaf in the masjid. We understand i'tikaf to be the last 10 days of the month of Ramadan. That is known as the sunnah i'tikaf. That was made by Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam specifically in the last 10 days of the month of Ramadan. But every time we enter the masjid, we should make a habit of making a niyyah for i'tikaf. Nawaitul i'tikaf ma dumtu fil masjid. I make niyyah for i'tikaf as long as I remain in the masjid. So it might be a 10 minutes after Zuhur, it might be even just the time I spend in the masjid for my salah, but we should make a niyyah for i'tikaf. Therefore people who love spending time in the masjid, they are those who love the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he also pays attention to islahiha wa tanzifiha wa ta'amiriha. 
He makes such a person who pays attention to making things right in the masjid, the maintenance of the masjid, the cleaning of the masjid, the building of a masjid. So therefore, Jama'at Muslimin, this is something which must not be lost amongst the ummah. We see something in the masjid, we pick it up. We don't leave it now, there's a caretaker, he must see to everything. Sign of a love that a person has for a masjid is, if I see something in the masjid, I clean it. If I see a need for something in a masjid, then I will see to that need. I don't think of anybody else. If I see a masjid needs painting, and I'm able to do it, then I will make, uh, make an offer and see if I can uh, help paint that masjid. If I see a masjid that needs something done in the place of wudu, then I will try my utmost to do it. And therefore also it is a reminder, in a community we have such institutions that serve the community. The masjid is one, the madrasa is another one. If a madrasa doesn't have benches for its students, then we are the carpenters in that community. If the masjid isn't painted, then we are the painters in that community. If the madrasa or the masjid needs a roof, we are those people who work on roofs in that community. We work on everybody else's roofs besides your own roof, because that's what happens sometimes. But then what about the roof of the masjid, the roof of the madrasa, the painting of the masjid, the painting of the madrasa? So therefore, these are important institutions in our communities, and we must play a role in that. Coming back to the masjid, a person who loves the masjid is a person who sees to the affairs of the masjid, volunteers cleaning the masjid, seeing to things in the masjid. That is how we show our love for the masjid. And a person who loves the masjid is somebody who wants to return every time to the masjid for the fact that this is the place where Muslims gather. This is where my brothers will be. My brothers in Islam, this is where I will meet them. This is where I will greet them. If I need somebody, okay, I'll go to the masjid, I'll get him there. That's where I will get my brother in the masjid. And what is that Jama'at Muslimin? That is the, uh, another hadith of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. إِذَا رَأَيْتُمُ الرَّجُلَ يَعْتَادُ الْمَسْجِدَ فَشَدُوا لَهُ بِالْإِيمَانِ أو كما قال عليه والسلام, When you see a person regularly attending the masjid, then bear testimony to the iman of such a person. Imagine uh, somebody says, um, I'm looking for brother Ahmad for example, and he says, no problem, I'll get him the time in the masjid. It might sound like something, the person who's listening will think, that means that Ahmad is every day Dhur in the masjid. He's every day there. He's a person who attends the masjid regularly, alhamdulillah. And that is a person who loves the masjid. May Allah make us of those who love the masjid, attend the masjid, to the upkeep of a masjid. Allah grant us sincerity and Allah reward us in the year after. Amin thumma amin. Allah Jalla wa ala in Surah Al-Shu'ara, Allah Jalla wa ala continues the qisa of Nabi Musa alayhi salatu wa salam, which Allah Jalla wa ala begins in ayah number, number 10. وَإِذْ نَادَى رَبُّكَ مُوسَى Which we spoke about yesterday morning, Alhamdulillah. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made the announcement and said to Nabi Musa alayhi salatu wa salam, أَنِئْتِ الْقَوْمَ الظَّالِمِينَ Go to those people who are doing wrong, uh, the people, Fir'aun and his people. We spoke yesterday about the Qibati, the Coptics, as well as the Banu Israel. قَوْمَ فِرْعَوْنَ In ayah number 11, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continues and Allah jalla wa ala says, who, are the, who is these people who are precious, who are they? قَوْمَ فِرْعَوْنَ The people of Fir'aun. أَلَا يَتَّقُونَ Do they not have piety? Are they not aware of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Do they pay no attention to the Creator, Allah jalla wa ala? قَالَ رَبِّ Nabi Musa alayhi salatu wa salam replies to Allah jalla wa ala and he says, رَبِّ Oh Allah, إِنِّي أَخَافُ I fear 
Khawf is to fear something. And fear is usually for the future. And huzn is something which is in the past, regret. Therefore Allah speaks about the awliya Allah. Ala inna awliya Allahi la khawfun alayhim wa yahzanun. La khawfun alayhim, they will have no fear. They don't have a fear for what will happen in the future. Wa yahzanun. And they will have no regrets over that which has, which has passed them. Therefore, if, if we have done something in the past, we make dua, oh Allah, accept the good deeds we have done in the past. Oh Allah, forgive my, my misdemeanors, my errors and my mistakes. And for the future, oh Allah, keep me in your obedience. Amin thumma amin. Rabbi inni akhafu. Oh my Allah, my Rabb. Inni akhafu, I fear. That they will, they will deny me. They will reject the messages which you are sending me. Rabbi Musa alayhi salatu wasalam, a prophet of Allah. Kalimullah, the one who could speak to Allah jalla wa'ala directly from amongst the prophets of Allah jalla wa'ala. And he's, Allah is now saying, go to Fir'aun. The background here is Jama'at Muslimin. He was, he left, uh, um, he left Egypt. And he left after he had killed a person. A person from amongst the Qibutiyun, the Coptics, who was arguing with somebody of the Banu Israel. No, a person of the Banu Israel was arguing with a person of the, of the Coptics. One of them, Nabi Musa alayhi salatu wasalam, struck one of them and they were killed. And therefore, uh, of the Coptics were killed. And then Nabi Musa alayhi salatu wasalam fled uh, Egypt. Now Allah is sending him back. And Nabi Musa alayhi salam has the fear that they will reject the message, the message of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَيَضِيقُ sadri. And this is very difficult for me. My chest is tight in this regard. وَلَا يَنْطَلِكُ لِسَانِي And I do not express myself well. I speak with a with an impediment, a, a kind of a stutter. And uh, this was from the childhood of Nabi Musa alayhi salatu wasalam. فَأَرْسِلِ لَا هَارُونَ So send for Harun, my brother. Let my brother be with me. And this Allah Jalla wa'ala mentions in another surah in the Holy Quran, in surah, in surah Taha. قَالَ رَبِّ شْرَحْ لِي صَدْرِي And I end of here, inshaAllah, al-Aziz. This is the dua that is made by many of the ulama before they give a lecture. Qala, Nabi Musa alayhi salam said, Rabbi shrahli sadri, O Allah, open for me my chest. Wayasir li amri, and make easy for me my matter. Wahlul uqdatan bil lisani, and take away the knot in my tongue, the difficulty in my speech. Yafqahu qawli, so that my words may be understood. Waj'al li waziran min ahli, and grant me an assistant from my family. Haruna akhi, my brother Harun, let him partner me in this. In what? In calling towards you, O Allah. In calling Fir'aun and his people towards the oneness of Allah. Grant me a partner in my brother Nabi Harun alayhi salatu wasalam. So it's a beautiful dua. Oh Allah, open for me my chest. Oh Allah, make easy for me my matter. Oh Allah, take away the knot in my tongue. Oh Allah, make it easy for me to speak and my words understood. Oh Allah, grant me an assistant in the form of my brother Harun. So many of the khutaba and the ulama, before they give a talk, they make this dua to Allah. رَبِّ شْرَحْ لِي صَدْرِي وَيَسِّرْ لِي أَمْرِي وَحْلُلْ عُقْدَةً بِاللِّسَانِ يَفْقَوْ كَوْلِي Sometimes our children, they have to do speeches in school as well. We can teach them this dua, that this was a dua made by Nabi Musa alayhi salatu wasalam to Allah jalla wa'ala. You need to speak, you're doing a presentation in your exam, you're doing something at work, make this dua before you do the presentation and Allah will grant ease in, in the speech that you are giving and in the presentation you are making. رَبِّ شْرَحْ لِي صَدْرِي وَيَسِّرْ لِي أَمْرِي وَحْلُلْ عُقْدَةً بِاللِّسَانِ it is in Surah Taha, 
On the second page of the surah, we will find the du'a, the bottom of the page, in the certain line Quran. May Allah grant us the true understanding of the Holy Quran. Allah grant us the love for the house of Allah. Allah forgive our shortcomings. And Allah grant you and I, our loved ones, our near and dear ones, Jannatul Firdaus without reckoning. Amin, summa amin. Subhanallah wa bihamdi. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika. Nashadu an la ilaha illa anta. Nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayka.